Welcome to another episode of Story of the Gods. On this episode, I will be taking your ears on a sensational journey of storytelling to learn about the tale of Agbefo. There are so many tales in the ancient Bini Kingdom in West Africa that detail the story of Agbefo. While many of the tales related the personality of Agbefo to Mawulisa, different accounts made it hard for the people of Bene Kingdom to be able to properly understand the role that Agbefo plays in the history of the African people. In the midst of all these accounts, there was a major version of Agbefo's story that was told by the wisest man to ever surface on the heart of the modern nature. And the story goes thus. The world began with the moon and sun that traveled the surface of the earth on the back of a rainbow-colored snake. The name of the moon and sun being is called Mahulisa, and it simply means the creator of the universe. Prior to the time that Mahulisa was born, there thrived the supreme being that found immense joy amongst the clouds and the third heavens. The name of this supreme being is Nanabluku, and the name means the ultimate creator of all things. Nana Buluku didn't have a child for so many years, and so all of the powers that he possessed didn't mean so much to him because he was bored and solitary. In this moment of solitude, he paced around from one end of the silver lining clouds to the other, and on a certain day, the thought came to his mind about creating a similar being like him who could keep him company. This was what led to the creation of the moon and sun being who was called Mawulisa. Mawulisa couldn't be defined as a male or a female being and this was because he had the power to transform into the sun at daytime and the moon at nighttime. Nana Buluku and Mawulisa would journey from one end of the clouds to the other and as it grew to become their daily routine, Mawulisa became bored and asked the Nana Buluku create for him a means of moving farther than the limitations that were set by his father. Nana Buluku thought it a great idea and with the belief that Mawulisa also had the power to create things just like him. He decided to create a rare-looking 80-feet rainbow-colored snake. If one were to find that sort of snake in the modern time, one would be intrigued by its sight, and it would become an admirable sight that one would never want to have taken away. 
the name of the rainbow-colored snake was called Edo Wedo, and it took Mawulisa from one end of the skies to the other from that day. While en route their first destination to the north of the faint blue skies, Mawulisa decided to try out his ability to create, and this was how the earth was created with the wave of his hands. As they continued traversing the earth, every place that Edo Wedo rested, a mountain was created, and for each of the mountains, there were precious stones concealed underneath them. A while passed after Mahulisa had created the earth and all that inhabited it. But there was a problem. The world was too heavy because of the creations that Mahulisa had kept in it. Mawulisa then commanded the rainbow-colored serpent to coil underneath the basest part of the earth while giving the earth the ability to rest on its body. This was how the earth and all that inhabited it was able to find stability. While all that Nana Buluku and Mawulisa created coexisted in love and harmony, the earth became so crowded that the air that came from the skies couldn't sustain all the inhabitants of the earth. Nana Buluku knew that he had exhausted his power of other creation, and so the mantle of procreating rested on Mawulisa who went on to produce all of the gods that thrive on earth. The reason for the creation of the gods was so that they could prefer a way forward out of the situation that the inhabitants of earth suffered from. The gods became the children of Mawulisa, but all of the gods were created by Mawulisa. There was a twin whom he named Abi and Nate. They do shared a kind of bond that he couldn't find in other gods. They had supernatural powers that made them control thunders and lightnings. And with the kind of strength that they possessed, Mawulisa knew that if he didn't find a way of ensuring that they put their powers into good use, they might end up destroying the earth with the level of supernatural powers that they possessed. On one particular day, a beef plied pathways that linked the earth to each other, holding on to his sister, Nettie's hands. And while they both walked through the channels of the earth, they saw for themselves how animals mated with themselves in order to continue their mandate of procreation. They were intrigued by the trend of events, and so they crept into the thick wilderness and acted 
acted just like the animals that they had witnessed. Mahulisa saw what they had done, and rather than rebuke them, Mahulisa joined their hands in matrimony, making sure that the bond that they shared had a deep form of affection that made them too busy to think about evil ways by which they could destroy the earth. At this point in time, the two didn't have a place where they could continue their family life. The situation of the earth worsened with each passing day. Mahu Lisa decided to pay Agbe and Nate a visit on earth. And with this visit, Mahu Lisa commanded them to go into the basest part of the seas where ice couldn't reach them in order to continue their family life. From that moment till generation after them, Agbe and Nate became the reason why the water bodies in the world provided cooling air that made the earth a sustainable place for all its inhabitants. If you want to support what we do on this show, then please share with your friends, subscribe and leave a review over on iTunes. I will see you on the next episode of Story of the Gods, hosted by yours truly, Olawoyi Olamide Samuel from Jamit.app. <laughs>